The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM. You're listening to Marketing News Canada, Canada's number one show featuring the brightest minds in marketing, PR, and digital advertising. Welcome to another episode of Marketing News Canada. I am so thrilled to introduce you to Crystal Carter, who is the head of SEO communications at Wix. She's an SEO and digital marketing professional with over 15 years experience working with SEO and marketing clients around the world like Disney, McDonald's, and so many more. As an SEO, she identifies and implements tactics that help businesses optimize digital activities, drive sales, engagement, and growth online. She has contributed to events, webinars, publications from Google Search Central, Brighton SEO, Moz, WhiteSpark, Local Search Summit, SEMrush, SMX, Search Engine, Land, Lumar, Woman in Tech SEO, and so many more. And now, Marketing News Canada. Crystal. Marketing News Canada. Hello. Thank you for being here. I'm very excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so many questions. I just want to start with like your bio. We're going to just go right there. So when people describe themselves and they say, hey, I work in SEO, or I'm an SEO coordinator, or I do SEO. Like when people say, I'm an SEO, give me kind of like the language around that when people describe when they do SEO professionally. I think if you're an SEO, you're somebody who is looking for opportunities to maximize growth for businesses via via search engines mm-hmm. and via user discovery. So most of the time, that's going to happen on the website. But sometimes if you're an SEO, that might involve strategies that include offsite SEO strategies like like getting more links or might even ear into, into a little bit of social media, for instance. Like somebody has a Twitter account, for instance, if you post regularly enough, that your Twitter results will show up on Google. So that kind of means that's kind of an SEO's business as well because it can potentially drive growth to to a website. You know, I've I've spoken a lot about visual search, for instance, and visual search is um and and how your brand is photographed in real life can affect how you show on Google search results as well. So that can sometimes be be the remit of, of an SEO. But essentially, if you are an SEO, you are are working with a business or a team to ensure that you are maximizing your visibility on search and driving good value for users and accessibility with a, with a little a for bots. That's amazing. And, and when you describe what you do for a living, do you need to put a word like semantic, get into semantics of it? Do you need to add a word to SEO? Do you just say, I'm an SEO? Like I'm a search engine optimizer that does search engine optimizing. Now you're getting into entities. So I'm someone who does search engine optimization, and I am also an an SEO, a like an SEO consultant. So my personal role as the head of SEO communications, as yes. that that role, I generally describe my personal role as communicating the value of SEO to Wix users and communicating yeah. the value of Wix to SEOs as well. So I'm sort of like making sure that you know SEOs have what they need to do cool things on on Wix. You know, people who are more professional have have good tools that they need to do to do a great job. 
job on Wix and people who are, because Wix has served so many yeah. users, we've got 200 million plus users yeah. and people who are like, hey, I want to start a website. I want to get a thing going. And we're like, yeah, cool. You do that thing. Let's like get that website going. And they're like, I'm not sure about SEO. We're like, that's okay. We got you. We can cover you there too. So we need to make sure that we're able to do those things. So, so you know, we try to make sure that we're bridging that gap. And that's that's the role, role that I do. And a lot of that also includes doing hands-on SEO and digging in the trenches and, you know, getting involved with the product and also being quite a, a busy body on a, on a number of SEO projects around the team. <laughs> amazing. It's amazing. Okay, so we've had like WordStream on. So we created WordPress. We've had Squarespace on and given them a chance to share about what they do and how it works. But Wix, I want to talk about like... Now for the best. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, okay, there's this like age-old argument of like, hey, you need WordPress to actually do SEO, right? And then even, you know, but then you look at Squarespace sites that perform really well. You look at Wix sites that perform really well. So like, can you break it down for those that are like, hey, my, you know, sister or my aunt created a website on Wix. Like, will it be optimized or do I need to tell them to switch over to WordPress? What do I say? So I wouldn't tell them what you just said. Obviously, I would yeah. not say that. <laughs> what I will say is that you need to make sure that you've got a website that works works best for you. And what I will say is that Wix has some amazing SEO features, amazing SEO abilities that allow you to do fantastic things right out of the box. We have sitemaps built in to, to your Wix website. We have a tool for you to connect Google Search Console with a single click. We also have Google Search Console integrations in the tool. We also have keyword research things in the tool. A lot of people say, oh... I'd have to do this on a different CMS, but we have we have our SSLs already built into the into the tool. There's lots of things that you know. For I've seen some things that are say, "Oh, how do you create a website?" And they they're like, "This, this, 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 and this." For I won't, I won't name names because I'm because yeah. I'm classy, but I won't I won't specify. But yeah. like for some other CMSs, sometimes they'll say, "Oh, you have to do this, 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 and this." And it's like, how do you do a website on Wix? You sign up to Wix. Yeah. Ta-da, like you're yeah. on Wix and basically like you have your SSL, you have your sitemap, you know, you have built-in things that will allow you to do. We even generate schema markup that will help you get rich results on search for a lot of our different tools. So we essentially, our general um, MO is to make sure that everybody has access to like very good, a very good foundation, SEO foundation. You can optimize on top of that. You can add extra things, but like you're never going to be in a situation where you don't have a sitemap. Like we have sitemaps. And I've definitely, as an SEO in like a consultant, gone onto pages and they don't have it. And we have checklists built into the, into the process. If you're not sure how to get started, we have, you know, we have things like, for instance, on structured data, if you add in structured data code and you've done it wrong, or you've done my favorite error, which is you add it in and it's the wrong quotation marks. And I'm like, what do you mean? And they're like, the, that's not, I'm like, this is completely valid code. And they're like, that's not the right quotation mark. I'm like, I think it is. They're like, no, it's not. So if you do that, we'll tell you that this is this is going to be invalid. You can't submit this until it's valid. And then you can you can fix it and you can come back and things. So there's lots and lots of different tools all built in and, and adding to it constantly. So yeah, I think that we we will support you where you need to be supported. You can also be like, hey, I'm good, I'll do what I want. Like that's 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 useful as well. And I think that we have we have probably more integrations than than almost any other other CMS in terms of like thing in terms of SEO things that are built in. I don't think anybody else has Google Search Console, Google Search Console inter- Integrated their API integrated in the same way that we do. We have SEMrush built into our into our CMS. We have you know amazing SEO defaults that that are leading the field. Wix's office is it close? Like there's SEMrush. You guys are like close. You're like neighbors almost, right? You can like. I mean, the digital similar. world is is wide. We're all neighbors. We're all neighbors. Yeah, because we got Ahrefs is in Singapore, right? So it's like you guys are all kind of yeah. Okay, 
That's cool. But Wix is based like headquarters. Where are you guys? HQ. So, so Wix is a global company. So yeah. we have com- we have offices all over the world. HQ is in Tel Aviv, but we have offices. I'm based in the UK. We have offices in New York. We have yeah. offices in Los Angeles. We have offices all over the world. We've had a team based in Ukraine, and we are supporting them through all of those those trials and tribulations. We also have a team based in Amsterdam. So yeah, it's a global company Amazing. and uh, serving. I think we serve 17 different languages as well. Wow. Amazing. I recently referred to someone there because you have a really cool wine subscription system. So you have like a system set up where like people can subscribe and there's a whole back end for your membership. It's it's pretty awesome. Pretty cool exactly. feature. Yeah. yeah, it's good. Great. It's good. So talking about you, origin story. How did you end up in this role? Kind of what was your journey to, to this? So I have worked in marketing since I've worked in marketing since I since I left college and I've worked in marketing the whole time in lots of different guises. So I've done freelance, I've done in-house, I've done public sector, I've done private sector, I've done agency, I've I've done projects, special projects, sort of things, like consultancy sort of elements. And in the last few years, I started doing a lot more outreach and sort of marketing communications sort of elements. So doing a lot of speak public speaking and a lot of engaging people with sort of SEO development things. And I had been working on some of those. Uh, I'd done a podcast appearance and I'd also done a lot of work with Semrush, Morty Oberstein. And an opportunity arose. I was in discussions with him about it. And then and then we we both joined the team and it's been fantastic. And not soon after, our colleague George Wynn also joined and we all work very, very closely on the Wix SEO Learning Hub and on the Wix SEO activity with our incredible team. And we are also, I think, Morty and myself get a lot of sort of like, wow, you guys are doing amazing things. But to be honest, like the team behind behind Wix SEO is is vast. We have the people who are working on making sure that every product rollout is great. And and they're very enthusiastic, you know, when they're they're like, we just made this update. And literally in the meeting, everyone is like, round of applause. Like, that is amazing. Look at that new update to the to the Google Search Console thing. And I love that team. They're an amaz- amazing team led by Nati Alemanek, who recently spoke at Brighton SEO about, you know, the ways that he does that, that sort of stuff. And also led by Inat and Shira, who are both amazing. We have... We have some great work that go, that goes on there. We also have a team of SEOs who work like mad on our on our Wix blog, which pulls in some incredible results from a organic SEO perspective. And they are, you know, they're creme de la creme in terms of content marketing. And so we have a lot of of really enthusiastic SEO folks at Wix, and it's an amazing team to be a part of. And I I absolutely love it. That's incredible. Along the way, what maybe give some highlights or like how did you maybe get started in this or what was kind of like your first foray into kind of marketing or, yes. or who kind of opened the door? Yeah. So I studied English literature in college and I went to Kenyon College, which is a liberal arts school. And if anybody knows anything about liberal arts, they'll know that you study a lot of stuff. So like I studied English literature, but I also studied German film and I also studied archaeology and I also studied, you know, Spanish. And I did a thing on Nina Simone at one point. And so I was always really interested in lots of different things. But one of the things that was really interesting is that I'm going to date myself here. But when I was at college, it was the first time that I'd had unlimited access to the internet all the time because, you know, I've been on, I've been online since the days of dial up when you'd have to be like, mom, get off the phone so I can go mm-hmm. on aim, like that sort of thing. And you have to do the, all mm-hmm. of that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so being at uni or being at college and having access to like, just like 
unrestricted internet was was phenomenal. And I was just like online all the time, which I think is crazy because there wasn't that much stuff online back then. Like they're just like compared to now, there was like, mm-hmm. I don't know what I was even looking at. And so I've always been very, very attentive and very impactful of it. But I tell you what, what, what probably sparked the... The penny dropped for me probably during President Obama's campaign activity and watching the impact of like all the online campaigns when he was running because he, you know, we think of Obama as, um, and regardless as to your political political leanings or whatever, he ran an incredible campaign. And the thing about about Obama that was that was really interesting was that he started as an outsider. People didn't really think he was going to do it, but he raised tons of money with small donations, yeah. and it was unheard of at the time. Everybody else had done it through, through like big donations from big corporations, from big teams and things like that. But he was able to raise tons of money from, you know, small, small pools of people using the internet, like using mm-hmm. online and using, using stuff like that. And I think that the, seeing the, the impact of that really made me think like, this is, this is significant. The, the levers that we have now, you know, with social media and with the way that people are using that are going to be very significant in, in the future. So as I started getting into careers, looking at marketing as a career, I've always found advertising interesting. And I think growing up in the nineties, like you see like the big impact of brand, like brand was like, you know, there were so, so many, there was so much, so much brand visibility, you know, people like Michael Jordan had sponsorships with everything and, and there's all of that sort of stuff. So I was very conscious of that. And, and I think going into, into work, there's a sort of combination of like being the young person and like, and like mm-hmm. social media becoming more, more apparent and people finally like being like, yeah, no, we, everybody needs a website, not just mm-hmm. these people over here. There's probably people who are finding this now who are probably in their twenties and somebody's like, we need to get on TikTok. And they're like, here's the person who's, who's a Gen Z person. Yeah. Hey, Gen Z person, you do our TikTok. And they're like, do yeah. you have any qualifications? You're Gen Z. That'll do. um, So I think early days, I think, and I think that that sort of, that sort of opportunity to, to make your opportunities and see what you see, what you can do can make work really well. So I was able to take opportunities. I started blogging. I started doing more, more things there so that, and building up my portfolio individually. And I think that that's really important. When I speak to people, they're like, oh, I did a course, but I haven't been doing SEO because I haven't got, don't have a job yet, or I haven't been able to get an internship. And you don't have to wait for somebody to give you an internship. You don't have to wait for somebody to give you a job to do SEO or to do digital marketing. If people ask me, how can I learn digital marketing? I'm like, do it. They're like, I'm like, do what? I'm like, do something. Like, like, like yeah. you know, get a blog, get an Instagram account, get a TikTok, get a something, but do something where you are creating content or updating content or, or connecting with content and with intent, right? So mm-hmm. you're saying, I want people to come to this website to click on this, or I want people to watch this video. And so I want to yeah. mess around with the algorithm to see how I can get people to watch this video. Is it with hashtags or is it with timing or is it with this or is it with that? So I've always been somebody who's been trying trying things and, and that's allowed me to get a lot of experience by working with lots of different people because I'd say, I'd say hey, you don't have a website. So let me help you with your website. Hey, you don't have a social media account. Let me help you with that. Or, hey, we're doing this project and we should do this, like that sort of thing. And people people say, yeah, sure, great, let's do that. And if you're doing these things in your in your spare time, like like let's say you're, you're, in, a, you're in a club, like you've got a bowling club or a church group or your Pilates class or whatever, whatever it may be. 
if they've got something and you're like, we, there's an opportunity here and you can work on that, then th- you can take those skills and you can apply them to something more, more professional or something yeah. later on, because a website is a website is a website. <laughs> a blog yeah. is a blog is a blog. And the skills that you learn are transferable. And that's the thing I've always loved about, about marketing is all the skills are transferable and you're constantly building on them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was able to do stuff. I worked in the public sector to begin with, and I started off in a sort of events space, actually. I was events coordinator. And so I was doing marketing for events. And a lot of that is, is I didn't know what, that it was called that at the time, but it's a lot of it is off-page SEO, right? And citations. So it, this would have been a lot of like link building. So I was sending lots of links to those websites from various event directories and citations and things like that and optimizing the page so that it had all the information about all of the events and all of that sort of stuff. Then I was doing stuff where I was working with the local city and I was working with, with them on like creating content about their local parks. So I also set up new content for certain verticals that were really useful for them and things like that. After that, I worked where I, I did some e-com stuff and I did some stuff with with influencers and, and PR. And I think that's the other thing is that one thing that I've learned in my career is that trying to be ahead of things and trying to see what's new and trying to ca- capitalize on what's new can really, really help you. So for instance, with the chat GPT stuff, for instance, is something that's that's out of like, you know, it's like the the new buzzword. I'm not sure if it's, if it's still the new buzzword, but it's definitely a buzzword at the moment. Becoming somebody who knows about that, about that within your team and who knows how to use that within your team can help make you make you valuable for your team and help you build that skill. So if you establish yourself as somebody in your team who like knows how to write prompts, knows how to get the things, knows what things work best for your team in ChatGPT um, and, and things like that, then then they'll give you more of that and mm-hmm. you'll be able to build up that skill more. And then if you ever leave that team or if you ever see an, an additional project, you can take all of those skills with you. So I think in my career, I've been there very, very strategic about making sure that everything I do is adding to my skill set and adding to the the capabilities that you have. So when I was applying for my agency job, for instance, they were asking me, oh, what can you do? And I'm like, well, I made this website. And they're like, what? You made that? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I made this. And they were like, oh, okay. And they, were, and they were like, oh, and what about this? And I was like, well, I did that page and I did this page and I did that like that. And they were like, oh, oh, all right. Because the, because the thing is like, you can say I'm great at SEO, but when people see the results, they can't argue with that. Yeah. And I've had it before where I've had clients where, I'm not sure if they, they I'm not sure if they, I, you know, I, I'm not sure if they, they were initially convinced by me yeah, <laughs> necessarily, yeah, yeah. but my results, like they were like, oh, I'm not sure if I like that approach. I'm like, well, Google liked it. Google's yeah. Google. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then people immediately go, oh, okay. And they'll, yeah. and that, that builds up credits for you. So yeah. I think that there was one point where I was thinking about AI and like AI, we talk about it as a new thing at the moment. Yeah. But like AI is not new. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah, not new yeah. at all. Yeah. And I remember thinking about AI and I was like, actually, like even the most fastest supercomputers, they process so many things at a, a certain rate, but actually our brains are still are still faster. Our brains still have more neurons, more inputs, more outputs, more like uh, synapses firing in, in, any, in any one second. So like investing in what's in your head is really, really important and will help you, will help you grow and will help you have a really resilient career, which is one of the reasons why I decided on marketing as a career is that is yeah. that there will always be someone who needs marketing and there's lots of different ways that you can market. There's lots of different companies that you can do marketing in. There's lots of different skill sets. No day is the same. So yeah, I, I, I'm, I enjoy marketing for that reason. And I also, and, and I think that the approach of adding skills to, to, to your bow as you go along throughout your career is, mm-hmm. is really, really useful. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. 
by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Amazing. Is there any like kind of like more formal courses out there that you'd, you know, that you're aware of or maybe that you haven't maybe tried, but you'd maybe say like, hey, like SEM Rush has their certificate, their SEO online course. Yeah, SEMrush has has a good certification. Blu-ray has a has a well-regarded cert- certification. I haven't taken it yet, but they have yeah. they have a well-regarded one there. Yeah. We are currently like a little spoiler, but we're currently working on our Wix SEO certification as well. But I would also say that particularly for Google search. It's worth looking at. It's worth looking at Google Analytics courses and also Google's PPC courses and things as well. So, Google Digital Garage has those sorts of those sorts of information, and Google's Google's courses have got a lot of information there. And those Google certifications, particularly if you're looking to get started in SEO, are really useful. So, for instance, there are some. I'm not sure what it is now, but it, but sometimes an agency might need to have certain a certain number of people on their team who have passed certain courses on Google in order to get a certain. Google Partner certification, for instance. So if that's the case, then if you have that on your on your thing, then that's that's really useful for you. So I would say that that's really useful. And other than that, I would say demonstrating the work that you're doing is really is really important. So you can do this on Twitter. People will make Twitter threads that say, oh, you know, I did this, I got that. It's also useful to to demonstrate it on a blog. That's really useful as well. And HubSpot also have some some good solid courses. So I know a lot of people who speak speak very highly of the HubSpot content clustering course, for instance, as a sort of a good one. And it's, it's, well, it's a well-regarded certification as well. It's awesome. And, and tell me about like conferences. You were just at Brighton. You got MozCon coming up. Maybe tell me some of the conferences that those in SEO are curious about SEO, where they should be and kind of learning from the best and, and networking with the best. Yeah. So Brighton SEO is a great conference for a couple of reasons. So if you're looking to do conference speaking, if you're looking to do conference speaking, please go to my website because I have a whole section on how you can do conference speaking. Even if you think you don't have any ideas, you certainly do. So I would highly recommend that. And I will shout out Brighton SEO because Brighton SEO prioritizes first-time speakers. So if you are a first-time speaker, apply to Brighton SEO. And you might say, oh, it's like if you're in the US or if you're in Canada, you might say it's really far away. But actually, actually, the tickets for Brighton SEO are fairly cheap. They will cover your ticket. So your ticket will be free as a speaker. Also, they will cover some of your some of your accommodations. So I think previously I've had like one night free stay as well. So when you're thinking about whether or not it's expensive, factor that factor those things in. And, and even with flights, 
So somebody did a calculation and even with flights, yeah. it can be, it's a, it's a really economical place. Also people from all over the world go to Brighton yeah. SEO. So yeah, when I, I was, there, when I was there last, I was chatting with, I, so I compared a session with Dwayne Brown, who is a, an SEO from Canada. And also there was someone there from France and there was some, there were people there from England and my team flew it, flew in as well from different places. So we had lots of, there's, there's people from all over the place. I think we had, we had a delegation from Goa as well. We met up as, with as well. So I think it's a good one for that. In the US-wise, MozCon is fantastic. Speaking at MozCon this year, I spoke a lot at MozCon last year. It's absolutely yeah. fantastic. It's a really warm, friendly conference. But I think that if you have an opportunity to to attend an SEO conference, I, I absolutely would because it's a really good opportunity to focus your attention and to to learn some new insights from from different folks. And normally, the the quality of the the, the speakers will be will be really good, and they'll, then t- typically people will give you sort of insights that you've never never considered before, which is really great. And it's also really useful to meet in person some of the folks that you might have connected with online. So generally speaking, you know, there'll, there'll be some really high value, good relationships that you'll make at a conference. So I highly recommend attending a conference if you can. It's amazing. Uh, and how for you, like just being in the, the sector, like what are some like you know, inspirational people or kind of resources that you go to or what, what kind of keeps you motivated and going? So the community I find generally is really, really helpful and really, I'm really engaged. I am in the Women in Tech SEO community. I've been a mentor twice for their mentoring session. I am an active contributor to their Slack channel, which is super active and really friendly. If you identify as women, the Women in Tech SEO group is super friendly and there are no dumb questions. There's nobody going to be like, oh, how come you don't know that? Nobody's going to say that to you ever. And it's full of some of the best SEOs in the world. Cindy Crum is somebody who was one of my biggest inspirations for getting into technical SEO. And somebody said, oh, who is your inspiration? I was like, Cindy Crum is one of my biggest inspirations for getting into technical SEO. And then she replied, hey, thanks for saying that. And I was like, oh my God, Cindy Crum, Genosa exists. And then she was like, want to jump on a call? And I was like, oh my God, Cindy Crum. Uh, Um, So yeah, and she was super nice and is super nice and is fantastic. And shout out to Cindy Crum and her dog Barkley, who's amazing. And also many more people. I also yeah. happen to be in a little group chat with Achim yeah. um, yeah. and Bemje and Miracle and Ameti and also with Rejoice Jaiku and also with Anu Adikbola and they're fantastic and, and we have lots of great, great chats there. And I think it's really useful to find different communities of SEOs. We also have like, a, you know, sort of Wix SEO folks that I talk to as well. Um, Simon Cox is someone that, I, that we talk to a lot. He does a lot of things on Wix SEO for instance. And so I think it's really useful to find a crew, uh, like a little crew of folks who are interested in the same kind of SEO that you do or who connect with you and on a sort of communal community level. So I know that at Brighton SEO, for instance, there was a sort of photo call for LGBTQI plus folks on the main stage. And so lots of people who, who identify as LGBTQI plus and SEOs came together and they all have a photo and then they can sort of, people can sort of uh, connect that way. And there were a few other groups who did similar photo calls. And I think that things like that can be really useful because particularly if you're consulting, sometimes issues of identity can come up when you're like engaging with new clients and some and things. And sometimes that can feel like feel a bit challenging or can feel a bit feel a bit sort of like, oh, I don't know what to do in that situation. And if you're in a community of folks who have similar life experiences around that, they can say, oh, 
people ask me that all the time. Actually, I normally say this and you can say, oh, I hadn't thought of that. Or for instance, there's, I know, I know there's a few SEOs who've talked about parenting and, you know, challenges of, of being a parent and working in an agency or working in a, an in-house and situation or things like that. And yeah, Darian's like, I know this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Darren's like, oh, I got joys. four kids, I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the joys, the joys, right? Yeah. Right. So you know, you'll know other people who also yeah, have yeah, children. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, exactly. And and some cases, parents that they look after. Right. So yeah, yeah. Right, both, exactly. Both ways. So people, yeah. people who have had caring responsibilities, very, various things, but people who have similar life experiences, you can say, what do you do when this happens? And yeah. I... Th- I think the thing that's important about that is like, and I've said this before, but I think it's important to remember that like, even if you feel like you're the only person in the room, whatever, whatever only person identity you might be, it might be that you're the only vegan in the room. It might be that you're, you know, whatever it may be. But if you feel like you're the only person in the room, if you have a group of people who share that similar identity, then like, you're never the only person in the room because like, if somebody, if something happens, you can go, oh my gosh this happened and the, and, and you know, your crew can sort of, they can sort of re-fortify you <laughs> in whatever, mm-hmm. whatever situation it is. So for instance, like vegan, vegan folks, like people will say, oh, like, is there vegan food at Brighton SEO? And then all the, all the other vegan folks who go to Brighton SEO, go, yeah, yeah, there's this or there's that, or don't go to that place or this, this sort of thing. So I think it's really important to sort of find communities wherever possible because it can just, it can just really make a difference between sort of, you know, doing a job and getting joy out of a job. Yeah. That's amazing. Are you ready for the rapid fire round? Okay. You ready for I think this? So. I, am I ready? Yeah. You're ready. I think you're ready. I think you're it's ready. It's about to happen anyway. It's about let's, to happen. Let's okay. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. So just the first thing, quick, short, beautiful answers. Here we go. What was the first ever job you had? I worked at a pizza place. I can still cut a circle into 10 even spaces, which Ooh. is harder than it sounds. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. Night owl or early bird? Both. Both. Perfect. I sleep like um, five hours a night. <laughs> perfect. It's great. I'm like a wolf. <laughs> That's awesome. Do you nap then? Are you a napper? Do you uh, do you partake in the naps during the day or no? No, I'm oh, just no. always tired. <laughs> You're just always tired. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Are you a cat or a dog person? Office dog person. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. I like a dog. I can I can say hello to, but I don't have to maintain. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. Like you're like the cool ant dog ant. Um, <laughs> What was the first thing you ever marketed? The first thing I ever marketed? Coffee at the coffee shop that I worked yeah. at in college, yeah, I think. Perfect. Yeah, cool. Yeah, um, I made up fun names. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty great example. Dark or milk chocolate? Dark. I, I don't nice. do milk. Me and milk don't yeah. get along. Okay. Favorite word right now? Innovative. I live in England and people say innovative, not innovative. Okay. Innovative. That's, I like it. That works. That works. Yeah, it sounds like you might sneeze. Like if you say it, yeah. you feel like you might sneeze. Innovative. Yeah. Does it feel like you might sneeze? <laughs> yeah. It's like how they say aluminum, right? It's very different. <laughs> right? Yeah. Aluminium. It's yeah. It's perfect. It's cooler. Cooler. Innovative it's awesome. aluminium. It's perfect. <laughs> what is the last charity you supported financially or with your time and why? I am on the board of Libraries Unlimited, which is the local charity for libraries um, in the southwest of England. Shout out to libraries. I was a library volunteer when I was a kid. I remember going on Netscape at the library Mm -hmm. in Los Angeles, California when I was a kid. I took my kid to that library and I was like in tears. I was like, look at the Rotunda. Look at this library. I love libraries. Oh, that's awesome. I, I used to volunteer at a retirement home and I was Darian the Hungarian librarian is what they would <laughs> call me. Yeah, kind of my thing. I I pushed a cart giving people books and they'd sign them Did out. Did you ever get to put the plastic on the paperbacks? 
I did actually. I actually I love was part that. of Yeah, yeah, it was a thing. It was a I thing. I love it so much. I don't think I was very good at it though. So it, there's definitely a knack to it. That's why yeah. I liked it. Cause you had to like, yeah. cause you're like, oh, did I get bubbles? No bubbles. Yes. Yeah. yeah, no, I was <laughs> yeah, I was never good at that. Bringing up memories here. What what is a movie that you just love you could watch over and over again? Coming to America. Yeah. Nice. With um, the original one from, from the 80s. Yes. I've, I've watched it three, 300 million times. It's my favorite movie. That's amazing. Favorite song or album on repeat right now? Favorite song or album on repeat right now? I'd, uh, I've been talking a lot about Celine Dion because, like, I don't know why, but she keeps coming up. I went to a yeah. show the other, like, to an event, a cabaret event the other day. Yeah. And... So she said, the lady said, oh, I'm going to be doing Celine Dion. And I was like, there were nights when the wind was so, and, I, and then, and then that was, you know, the song. And then, oh, yeah. and, then and then that, and then that was the song. And I lost my mind. Yeah. And people were like, do you like Celine Dion? I'm like, I love Celine Dion unironically yeah. and unequivocally. Like, like, I just like, I love her. I don't care. I love Celine Dion. Do you, uh, do you, you know, uh, the Deadpool story, Ryan had her do a song for the Deadpool, the movie. No. So she, so she was like, her, her husband had just died. It's quite sad. And, and what got her out of the funk, she tells this amazing story, was that Ryan was like, can you do the song for this movie? And then there's actually a music video where they hired a, an actual, like, kind of a dancer, like a great dancer to dance in the Deadpool costume to Celine Dion singing this, like, really powerful, beautiful song. And again, both being Canadian, Ryan and Celine, it's like, it was very meant to be. So if you get the chance, after this, Deadpool, Celine Dion. I'll check it life. out. I will absolutely check that out because, yeah, yeah love yeah. her. Okay. If you weren't doing this job, like in another multiverse, what would you be doing with your life? I would, I don't, uh, I don't know. Maybe I've, I've previously said that I would take up quilting, but I might mm-hmm. take up dressmaking. I, I sew. So I do a little yeah. bit of sewing and I have a vintage sewing machine that's like a hand cranked one. And I really like it because it means I can like watch box sets and like, and sew because it's not that noisy. So yeah, I would probably take up sewing. As a thing. It's awesome. That's great. It's awesome. What's an app on your phone you can't live without? I really like SoundCloud. Yeah. Nice. So okay. I really like SoundCloud and I prefer it over Spotify because yeah. there's lots of DJ mixtapes and I just yeah. love a DJ mixtape. So I recently found one that was like all like 90s R&B mm-hmm. like ballads and stuff. Yeah. And it was like three hours. I, I And I sang this all out. It was like Tony Braxton and, yeah. like, and like Mariah Carey and stuff. Yeah. On my way back from Brighton, like that was what I did. I was just like, like just singing my heart out like through the countryside of England. Amazing. And yeah, so I, I like SoundCloud for that because it's just like really fun mixtapes. On the way to Brighton, it was just like a bunch of like, a bunch of like Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi yeah. B mixtapes. Perfect. <laughs> I recently introduced, so I have a, my seven and nine-year-old daughters. I introduced them to just one of them days. I think it was, yes. yeah, is it Brandy? Then just one of them. That's Monica. Yeah, yeah. Is it Monica? Okay. Yeah. 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 They, did, just, they did do a collab. They did do a collab and it was like epic. Obviously, okay. you were okay. just dancing. I don't know if this is if this is just audio and you're not and you just missed Darian dancing. You missed a trick. The, the backbeat on that song is incredible. Like it's it's one and of the. And it's best. got the. Like, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> and sometimes you just feel like that. It's like sometimes you don't know how to articulate it, but that song like yeah explains all the feelings. Exactly. You have one of those days. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's perfect. No, it's good. Favorite children's book. Winnie the Pooh by A. A. Milne. Not yes. the Disney stuff. Yeah, yeah. The, the original AML and Winnie the Pooh. I I read that kid, to my kid like loads and loads when when he was really little. I've so I've probably read that book more than I've read any other book. Yeah. And like I just I just love them. 
I love that Winnie the Pooh like eats too much. Yeah. I love that Eeyore is grumpy and people are like, yeah, it's just Eeyore. <laughs> like, yeah. I love that Owl doesn't know what he's talking about, but just yeah. says stuff anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I also love that like Rabbit is like too busy for all of this nonsense. So yeah, I just, and I also love that Piglet's, the Piglet, Piglet like makes excuses. He's like, um, I have like, um, anything else to do. So um, I'm just going to leave now. <laughs> and <I'm> like, <laughs> And we meet we meet all those people in our adult lives every day. Yeah, all the time, pretty, yeah. all the time, and it's just brilliant. I just love it so much. So yeah, if you haven't read Winnie the Pooh, like the original one, which I didn't, I hadn't read yeah. until I was yeah. an adult, yeah. then somebody else recommended it to me, and I was like, this is just joy. It's just so lovely. And also, I think if you're somebody who likes frolicking in the woods, as I do, it is it's just such a joy of that. So yeah, I love it. Yeah, that's awesome. Best thing you ever bought for under ten dollars. Ooh, for under $10, I go to, a, I do a lot of secondhand shopping at, I bought a vegan leather jacket for five pounds from a charity shop, like a secondhand shop in, in England. And like, that is, it's amazing. I get compliments on that jacket all the time. And it looks like it was made for me and it was five bucks. Please go to secondhand shops because there are some fantastic finds. And it's That's good awesome. for the environment. Yeah. Yeah. Reduce, reuse, recycle. There we go. Like Captain Planet said. Exactly, Captain Planet. I should love the Captain Planet today. And Miss Frizzle. I'm going to give some extra love to Miss Frizzle too. Yes, Miss Frizzle. You, best episode, best episode. Here's a oh question man. for you. Best episode. Uh, blood flow. They went into the bloodstream and it was all the different yes! like types of blood things. It was like, and they were fighting it. It was like, it yes! got pretty vicious, like yes! intense. Yes. But, but that's but how I, was, I remember how the immune system works. Yes, it's right? because of what Miss Frizzle said. I'm like, because the egg, white blood cells are going to yeah. come and get you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's yeah. perfect. I love it. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Good answer. That's correct. Correct, Gary. Thank you. <laughs> Imagine if I was like a faker. I was just like, Miss Frizzle, because it's, yeah, no. What's the most important thing you ever changed your mind about? Ooh, the most important thing that I ever changed my mind about, it's probably my Fitbit thing. Yeah. My husband got me this for my for Christmas, and I was like, I don't need that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't need to count my steps, but yeah. actually I do. And it's okay. like useful and it's yeah. helped me to like okay. do better exercise yeah. and be a better person. So there we go. Yeah, that's, there you go. There you go. You know, I, my wife, I was pushing back on an Apple watch and I finally, I, cause I've never worn a watch in my life. And so finally when I got it though, but I like, what I like is that it tracks my swimming when I swim yeah. and it's been fun. Cause I'm like, I wanted to like try different swimming tracking things. And so that's been yeah. kind of cool about it. It's yeah. useful. This It's really, really easy to become very self-absorbed with wearables because they tell you all this data mm-hmm. all of a sudden. And I'm like, oh, yeah. well, I slept for these, this many hours yeah. last night. Or, yeah. oh, I've got this. Like, it's just, it's too much. It's like, yeah. it's like, it's, <laughs> but it's a lot of fun. So there we go. Throwback here. Books. Any business or marketing books you'd recommend? Business or marketing books. So with regards to that, I think that... The Wix SEO guide is available yes. as a book. You can download that on Wix SEO Learn. <laughs> Wix, Wix SEO Learn. It's wix.com forward slash SEO forward slash learn. And there is a 100 page plus guide to all things Wix, Wix SEO. You should download that because that is a fantastic marketing book. We'll put a link in the show bio, which would be great. Crystal, where can people find you online? So I'm on Twitter far too much at Crystal on the web. I am also a contributor to the Wix SEO Hub. We do regular webinars there. I do a podcast that is that is there as well. 
And yeah, mostly there. I'm also on LinkedIn sometimes, so you can find me there. But yeah, and I also have a website, crystalcarterseo.com, where I have a public speaking toolkit. And I also have a a resource that has a directory of lots of SEO tools made by women and lots of other cool stuff like that. It's incredible. Crystal, thank you for being here today. Thank you so much, Jared. That's amazing. Thank you. This was Crystal Carter from Wix. We'll put all those links in the show notes. So thank you for joining us on this week's episode of Marketing News Canada. See you next time. Thanks for listening to Marketing News Canada. For more episodes and other great stories from Canadian marketers, visit marketingnewscanada.com. All episodes are recorded in the Jelly Marketing Studio thanks to our producer, Chris Penner, and editors, Travis Jeffers and The Podfather. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.